Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today, featuring headlines from around the world as uh, not only boxers, but also promoters and managers go back and forth with their jabs and hooks with respect to their uh, stables. Anyway, Cali Sauerland uh, says his ace client, Chris Eubank Jr., is solely focused on the tangible deal at hand, which is a rematch with Liam Smith not a fight with Conor Ben, uh, as has been reported not only by us, but by others over the past few days. As, as uh, this writer continues, the boxing world has been rife with gossip lately concerning a potential match between Eubank Jr. and his compatriot Ben for a June 3rd fight in Abu Dhabi. Uh, Eubank and Ben were supposed to fight last October, as we all recall, in a 157-pound catchweight bout, but several days before the night of the fight, Ben was revealed to have tested positive for a banned substance. Uh, it's called clomiphene, a fertility drug that boosts testosterone when used by men. It was subsequently revealed a few weeks later that Ben had failed a separate test in the summer for the same substance. So after that fiasco, Eubank entered into a middleweight bout with Liverpool Smith in January. Although he was uh, the clear underdog, Smith came away with one of the biggest upsets of the year, stopping Eubank in four rounds. Which then sets up what we're talking about today. With that development, Ben's promoter, Eddie Hearn, has pushed to get Ben back into the ring, albeit on foreign soil. Because Ben is still under investigation by the BBBOC, he cannot legally fight in the UK. Hearn has insisted for weeks that Eubank Jr. was a top candidate to fight Ben this summer, along with Manny Pacquiao. Um a British tabloid reported that uh, Eubank Ben was essentially set for Eubank, uh, uh, Abu Dhabi on June 3rd. But in an interview, Sauerland tried to temper suggestions that Eubank Ben was a done deal, saying they were only flirting with the idea. We've we've activated the rematch clause with Smith, subject to the contract, Sauerland said. It is not signed. It's not announced. Let's put it that way. That's the business of our side. Uh, if the contract's not right, the contract's not right. Uh, what I want uh, is for Junior to, to put things uh, right to Smith and to fight Ben. How that works, time will tell, and it won't be long. He wants to fight in June. Currently, that's Smith. I can categorically say we've not had one formal proposal from Matchroom's side yet. We have had a discussion, but we are aligned right now to fight Smith at this moment in time. Let's move along to see what uh, Robisi Ramirez has to say about his upcoming battle with Isaac Dogbo. He says, in brief, it's going to be a war. Says uh, my friend Sam uh, Sam Volts over on BoxingNews24.com, the talented two-time Olympic gold medalist, Robisi Ramirez, 11-1, seven knockouts, has finished up his preparation for his clash this Saturday night against the tough former super bandweight champ, Isaac Dogbo, 24-2, by the way, in a fight for the vacant WBO featherweight title at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, the two are fighting for the belt recently vacated by Emmanuel Navarrete, who moved up to 130. Dogbo lost twice to Navarrete, but has since won his last four fights against good opposition. Dogbo's best win of the four game four came against Joet Gonzalez last July. The Southport Rubisi is on the level from anyone that Dogbo has fought before, including Emmanuel Navarrete. Dogbo will need to walk through fire for him to have a chance of winning, and it's questionable whether he can. 
Robisi said, I think the greatest achievement I've had is at London 2012. I was barely 18 years old. I did not have an expectation of winning or or meddling at the Olympic Games. I just uh, look forward to participating and enjoy the experience. But I won my second Olympic gold in a different division in Cuba. Uh, when these things happen, not much changes. It makes no difference in life, neither monetary nor simply fame. And that's uh, how most of the champions live. Uh, the Cuban fighter, like Gabriel BC, when they win, uh, they have uh, one medal, two medals, gold medals, three medals, said trainer Ishmael Salas. But when the boxing life finishes, they will go down steadily, steadily, steadily down. Okay. Many of the two, three good men I've seen living in the poorest of the poor, that dictatorship doesn't allow you to leave Cuba to make a professional change to improve your life, said Robisi. You have to do it illegally. You have to defect. You have to leave Cuba. When I left the house uh, where you're staying, I came out with a backpack and a pair of tennis shoes that my wife had given me at the time. I think nothing else. I left out the door without looking back. When I made that decision, no, I did not say anything about my to my father. I did not say anything to my daughter as she was still living in Cuba. For Cubans, it is not difficult uh, to take that step and not tell anyone because you run the risk. At the time, he called me Rocky. Uh, so I was to not mention my name at that time. It was uh, said that the Mexican authorities, together with the Cubans, were looking for me. And I had a cap and glasses and all that for the police checkpoints, but hoping uh, they wouldn't ask. Wow. Uh, it was a crazy, crazy experience. Yes, it was. I did not know when I would see her again, speaking about his daughter. Thank God she no longer lives in Cuba. She lives in Brazil. And, well, God willing, I will see her soon. I've been out of the country for five years without seeing my mother, without seeing my father. But these are the best steps I've taken, the best decisions I've made in my life where I can go now to help them. Every one of us, we we're looking, we're living for the family, said Coach Salas, and we're leaving for the family and supporting, uh, probably leave, living, where we're living for the family and supporting them. And to defect from Cuba, this thing means that maybe you can see your family maybe in a year or two years, who knows? I saw my family after almost 20, 22 years, said Salas. The sacrifice is part of the work, said Robisi. My family, my possessions, my, the effort I put into training. But really, now I'm focused on the sport, on finishing this fight successfully, which is the most important thing for me right now. Wow, what a struggle. Um, okay, let's move on to a couple of names I'm going to have trouble mentioning here. Uh, undefeated WBO middleweight champ, Janabek, Kazakh style, Alim Haknuli, 13-0, eight knockouts, undefeated, will defend his world title in the main event against Canadian contender, Steve Butler, 32-3-1, by the way, 26 knockouts on Saturday, May 13th at the Stockton Arena in Stockton, California, said Stephen Butler. No detail will be spared in this training camp. I expect a big upset on May 13th. I'm confident that, that I will bring the belt back to Quebec. Wow. Uh, in the co-feature, by the way, former two-time world champ uh, title challenger, Jason Mayhem Maloney. He's 25-2, will face Vincent Astrolabio, 18-3, 13 knockouts for the vacant WBO bantamweight title. Uh, said Maloney, on May 13th, I'll become champion of the world. 19 years of hard work, countless sacrifices, and complete dedication to the sport all come down to this moment, Maloney said. Whatever it takes to have this world championship wrapped around my waist, nothing will stop me. Woo! Let's see what else we got. Moving along here. Ah, another name I'm going to have a hard time saying. Landile Mandown Negek 
Kiki from Eastern Cape, um, potentially South Africa, hopes to put his career back on track after losing his last fight against Jair Raquel in October last year when he faces Filipino Michael Mendoza for the vacant IBO Intercontinental Junior Bantamweight title at the Orient Theatre in East London uh, next Friday night. That's probably this upcoming Friday night they're talking about. Uh, the tournament will be shown live on Supersport, hmm, a new channel perhaps. The 27-year-old Nageki uh, 911, who made his pro debut in June 2018, won the South African, I'm correct, junior bantamweight title in April 2022 with a stoppage win over Athenkosi Dumas Winini, 13-3, and made a successful defense against uh, Lindil Tizhimizi, uh, TKO four rounds uh, before being upset by Raquel Mendoza, 24, who fights from the South Boston, is an eight-year pro and has compiled a record of 12-2-2, four knockouts, uh, with his two losses coming against Arvin Magamo and Afin John Nazarov uh, for the WBO Oriental Flyweight title. So just to let you know that boxing is quite alive and well around the world. And one more story to complete that. Uh, we're going to see um, a fellow by the name of Chimito, former WBA bantamweight super champ Panamanian Anselmo Chimito Moreno, 42, 6-1, by the way, and his Colombian opponent, Hugo Berrio, 23-9-1, both weighed in at 130 pounds for Chimito's 50th pro fight scheduled for uh, tonight, uh, taking place at the main event, uh, Tribute 50, 12-bout card promoted by Moreno's wife, Rarus Laguna, at the Arena Roberto Duran down in Panama City in Central America. Good to see. Uh let me just rip through these names here and see if you recognize any of them. Uh, in the 130-pound division, Anselmo Marino is taking on Hugo Berrio. Uh, Charon Thompson, 135-pounder, goes on uh, go, goes into the ring against Kevin Rivera. Rene Telez, 134.75 pounds, takes on Brian Mercato. Abdiel Natue uh, takes on Victor Delgado. Trevor Thompson takes on Eduardo Gonzalez. Daniel Payne takes on Julio Muentes. Ibrahim Valdez Apino takes on Hugo Vasquez. Jose Maria Vargas goes toe to toe against Harvin Aguirre in 147 pound division. Looks like a heavyweight clash here coming up. Amadeus Davis, 241 pounds, takes on Ricardo Cristobal. Jishi uh, Alvarado, 142 uh, pounds, takes on Wilfredo Petit. And finally, Angel Betancourt takes on Adan Hartardo. Wow, great fight taking place down in Panama City tonight. I look forward to seeing those results. Well, boxing fans, thanks very much for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you later on, 4 p.m. Eastern time, when I join Mike Orr and Cedric Ben for their show, Knuckle Up.